This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Covert narcissists tend to be financially successful people. They want to look good to others. And this is all part of the image that is so important to them. Because of this, they can often be found in leadership positions and organizations. When you start working for or with these people, they seem like the dream boss, co-workers, or partner. You feel incredibly lucky to be working with them. They compliment you and make you feel valued and needed. They're often described as charismatic people, the boss or the employer that everyone likes. Did you have a narcissist or a boss? Did you have a covert narcissist that was a co-worker or someone that you worked with? A lot of times people have and run into relationships and friendships in the workplace environment that turn out to be very narcissistic, but it always doesn't come across as being a narcissist right off the bat. Today, we're going to dive into a little bit on the covert narcissist side of workplace to try to see what might resonate with you and what you might be able to connect with and be like, whoa, that's exactly my situation. I totally see that. And you never know, you might connect with other people that are going through the same thing at the same time. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it by putting social media out there on all different platforms. So we have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, all to be able to try to help educate people and have them understand the destruction that narcissism caused in people's lives. We want to be able to do that on a day-to-day basis by putting up content there on YouTube. We have a podcast under Raw Motivations that we'd love to have you listen, watch, and join some of that community. When we're talking about community, it's important for you to get people around you that understand what you're going through and also are able to help you grow, change, heal, and develop. That's why we created the NARC app. It's called NARC app, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com, NARC app.com. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of like-minded people to help you heal, grow, and change, to get encouragement, advice, support, take courses, join the weekly lives to get your questions answered, join the monthly monthly coaching calls to be able to have people from around the country like help you grow, heal, and change in that way. So check that out, narcapp.com. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, we'd love to interact with you. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to be able to help you there, break out of the rumination, deal with the trauma bond, work on setting boundaries, a lot of different things that we try to touch on there to help your growth. A bunch of people have been asking about the wife's perspective. We've been coming out with a new podcast called Trauma, Drama, and Life. Feel free to be able to check that out. It's on Apple Podcasts. Would love to have you engage with that. Write us in, send some notes, uh, DM us on Instagram to be able to let us know what you want us to talk about next or how much you enjoyed it so far. But thank you so much for the support you guys have given to that and the platform as a whole. Anyways, was talking today along the lines of narcissism and the covert passive aggressive narcissist is the book we're looking at by Debbie Mirza. And in there, it has a chapter that talks about narcissism in the workplace. So I wanted to bring it up because I haven't done any videos on narcissism in the workplace. So I wanted to get her perspective of it. Covert narcissistic boss are easy to work with. And many victims feel relieved to have a boss like them after experiencing difficult employers in the past. However, they're often chameleons who mirror the people that they're around. 
so everyone feels like they are seen by them and understood. They win people's trust quickly. They are charming, but not in the creepy player kind of way. They seem like the real deal. Easygoing, smart, not a big ego, endearing. These are the words I've heard to describe these types of persons. Just like a romantic relationship, the boss, the Cobra Narcissist boss, will take you through the three stages. They will love bomb you in the beginning. It will feel easy, exciting, fun. They'll make grandiose promises about your future with the company, your financial successes, and your involvement in projects that you love. You'll feel excited and so lucky to have gotten this opportunity telling your friends and family all the glowing stories of this new boss. Sometimes this person becomes a trusted friend. You see, a lot of times when we talk about covert narcissism and the workplace, they develop those same type of like relationships that they would in like a romantic relationship where they start to build that trust really quickly, where they start to engage, like sometimes love bomb that person in different aspects to be able to gain their trust, to be able to gain control over them and ultimately have that position and power that can manipulate another person. Give us an example here. I talked to Tom who became partners with his boss and worked alongside him for years. Trust was built. Their families would get together on the weekends to barbecue by the lake. Their kids became friends. Everyone at the office loved this guy. So when the subtle devaluing began, Tom didn't feel free to talk about it with anyone. He voiced his concerns a couple of times to gauge if he was seeing things clearly, and the reaction of his co-workers was, What are you talking about? You have the greatest boss ever. He got the message that there was no one he could confide in. He also thought he probably misread something and doubted his own mind and intuition. You see, a lot of times that happens in a covert narcissistic relationship in the workplace environment. You start to like want to express things and they're like, no, like, why would you even think that? Like, why does it even matter? Like, you've got like one of the best bosses around because people only see it from the outside. Just like in relationships, people only see it from the outside. And then they wonder, okay, why are you upset about how this person is treating you? Or why are you upset about what's going on? Because you have a great person. You have a good boss. You have a good you know, husband, wife, anything like that. But in reality, what's happening is not the truth. And people don't see the truth. And as a result, it gets really confusing to even yourself of like, am I seeing the truth? Like what's actually happening? Sally had the same experience with her boss. After the love bombing stage, little things started to happen, like how her boss would call her late at night with a crisis at work. She felt like she had to be at his beck and call. She crossed ba- he crossed boundaries with these acts such as this and showed Sally that he did not respect her. Sally let things slide for years because she had developed a friendship with her boss and believed she could trust him and that he cared about her. After a time, Sally's boss started bringing up concerns he had about her. He would talk about how he knew she had a lot of stress with her ailing parents and wanted to make sure she was okay because she didn't seem to have a great memory lately. He would sometimes tease her about her memory, but passed it off as lightly as being a joke. It wasn't a joke. He was devaluing her and he was minimizing her pain. Do you see that? Even in those two examples of like the workplace environment, there's like gaslighting, there's love bombing, there's devaluing, there's like the popular trends of like what narcissists do to be able to control, to be able to distort reality and to be able to convince you that you're crazy or that you're not adequate or that you're not good enough or that you're not doing your job correctly. And a lot of times a covert narcissist boss will do this to try to be able to keep everybody like in control, to keep everybody submissive or subservient to them to make sure that they get all the praise, that they get all the glory in that relationship, in that environment. A common trait with a covert narcissistic boss is him or her taking credit. 
for your work and ideas. But doing this in a sneaky way, underhanded and charming, you feel like a jerk if you mention it. You feel losing your job or you learn to keep quiet. A lot of stuff that happens in the workplace environment is more along the lines of like making sure you keep quiet. Making sure that you're not allowed to bring something up, to make sure you're not allowed to bring something up to, you know, expose something or to, you know, hold someone accountable or whatever it might be. But the covert narcissist boss wants to make sure that you keep it quiet. A lot of times they'll take your ideas and steal the things that you have because you'll be looking at, hey, I want to roll out this project or I want to do this or, hey, this is an idea I have. And all of a sudden that person's like, hey, this is an idea I have. And you're like, I just said that. But they want to make sure that they're the center of attention, that they're, they're the one coming up with the ideas, that they're the, the leader in that regard, leading the people away or towards whatever they need to. And as a result, they won't really work collaboratively as a team. Covert narcissists keep you unglued through many different tactics. One of these is minimizing your feelings and pain by doing hurtful things. Then when you have a natural reaction, they act innocently or say they're only kidding or somehow make you feel shame for your organic reaction. They also set you up to look a certain way to discredit you in front of others. Amy said that her boss would give her strange gifts, including a book that was offensive. She would react strongly and he would act innocently saying, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that would offend you. I was told it was a popular book. Other co-workers watching this would think Amy was overly sensitive and started seeing her through those eyes. A lot of times, a covert narcissistic boss is just trying to change people's perspective slightly to cause division, to cause isolation, to kind of separate you from the pack, from the other people in the office or in the workplace to make them judge you, to make them look at you a certain way to be able to still have that dynamic. With all covert narcissists, there is cognitive dissonance that happens. You'll have competing beliefs about your boss or your friend. They still appear like the person you first loved but they also make you feel terrible about yourself. Reconciling this with, is such a confusing, confusing and con, con crazy-making thing for the brain and heart. Working with a covert narcissist leaves you feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and insecure. Another way they keep the manipulation going is through smear campaigns. Sally's boss would talk to other co-workers about her, and they would begin to wonder if she had a mental illness. He would share with her how concerned he was for her. And so many times you see different aspects of narcissism in relationships that apply directly to the workplace. You just don't see the love interest kind of thing. But what you do see is you do see how they interact, how they devalue, how they discard, how they gaslight, and even here, how they smear other people to try to be able to get them under control, to, be, to try to be able to manipulate them, to try to make sure that their mask looks intact of like, hey, I have the best ideas, even though I stole them all from you, different things like that to try to make sure that they're still in control of their mask and everything that people see. If any of these stories resonate with you, if you've been through something similar, know that, first off, you're not alone, and it had nothing to do with you. You are smart and capable, and there are people in this world who genuinely care about you. Because a lot of times people think that they're not capable because of how they were treated by the covert narcissist. Whether that was in a working relationship or a romantic relationship, either way, it plays out the same. As the devaluation of putting you down makes you feel like you're not enough oftentimes makes you feel like you're stuck. Like, I don't know what to do. I can't leave. I don't know how to be able to approach it. And so many things that happen in that narcissistic relationship that confuse you and make you think that your value is attached to what they're saying. 
Oftentimes when you're with a covert narcissistic boss, there's many times that people are excelling and doing fantastic. And that's one of the reasons why they're cutting them down. That's one of the reasons why they're not really giving them the opportunities that they should to grow. But instead, they're like, let me take your ideas. Let me make sure you fall underneath me. Let me make sure you don't outshine me or put the spotlight not on me. All those type of things because it all goes back to the narcissist and how they want to be in the spotlight.